0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Pick 6 Podcast, CBS Sports Daily NFL Podcast. I'm Will Brinson. I'm your host. It's Week 17 Best Bets. The season is nearing a conclusion. We hadn't we got, got said so late in the year, people teams are resting players in Week 17, which is just wild. Uh, that won't matter for this show, because that's Thursday Night Football, but we'll see about the Jaguars. and we'll have to have that discussion as well. Joining me, speaking of Jacksonville, to give out the best bets for Week 17, Pete Prisker and R.J. White. Gentlemen how are we what's up, what's up? Good, happy holidays you? happy you're holidays! you're all energetic you? you're all
1: energetic today what's up with you
0: i don't know
1: he's got that winning weekend energy <laughs> we finally had <laughs> a winning uh,
0: week i got a, yeah finally i had a winning week i got a, i guess I'm, I'm excited about sunday i think sunday's gonna be a great i'm hoping sunday's a great day i got a bowl game tomorrow nc state playing in a, in a very meaningful bowl there's no such I just thing like as to as smile smiling's my favorite is that time of year? New year? What are you excited? You guys tired?
2: Come on, pick it up. I'm not tired. I just wanted to see <laughs> you go on a rant. Okay. In
0: your
2: in your dun over there, the wood done.
0: <laughs> this is a uh, this is actually a Mahogany. Sunroom.
2: We have a little mahogany in the back.
0: <laughs> this is a sunroom. Thank you very much. It's actually hot as hell in here right now. Uh, the sun is baking and usually I'd be downstairs in my parents' basement. Uh, but they had to get the hunting supplies out. And so, you know, parents
2: basement. And RJ can attest to this. Winter is over in, Florida, in South Florida. We had two days,
1: and that's enough. Yeah, it was, it was frigid cold. It got down to, like, what, 40-something? Were the well, iguanas falling the, the, out of the trees? The rest of the country was suffering with negative some, conditions. <laughs>
2: yeah, some of them fell out of the trees. Yeah, but the moral of that story is, RJ, uh, we, live, we choose to live here. <laughs> I mean, if you want to live in the cold, that's your choice. You want to live here? We live here.
0: Warm. Um, yeah hey it's it's warm here it's like 60 degrees now the sunroom is baking though it's like 75 out here i might start sweating at some point uh that's why i took off my my quarter zip it's feeling good pete feeling good
2: all right you know i used to wear quarter zips before they became
1: trendy really I, i've been wearing them forever
0: i love quarter zips. he wore them you know,
1: he wore them up until the day he saw brinson wearing one he said nope and i took them then i burned up <laughs>
0: How it's so loud in my ear. Um, Pete, last week you went. What did you do? Five, Five and one? Five and one. And one. Yeah. RJ, seven and two or seven and four? Seven and two. Okay, seven and two. Princeton, three and two. Won will I have a w- well, we're winning, week. winning weeks again. I have a Thanks winning week and I, I dropped like a- I have a winning week and I dropped three games. to <laughs> you guys? It's unbelievable.
2: After the disaster, last two weeks before that, we we needed one.
1: And you're not racing us anyway at this point, so you're just trying to trying to get you know your final record to where it is. But it's not like you were going to catch us anyway. No, I'm just trying to get above 500. Uh, only two weeks. By the
2: left. way, I went 13 and three with my expert picks last week.
0: I know we were talking about it on the podcast. We we're very all very that's pretty. Uh, that's uh, pretty lucky. 13 and three against the spread is outrageous. It really is. I think the public Perfect. went 13-3 against the spread too. Uh, just kidding. We will get to this week's best bets. But first, a Week 17 preview.
3: Sunday, an NFL on CBS doubleheader begins with squads making their final playoff push. Then, all eyes on Lambert when Cousins and the Vikings square off against Rodgers and the Resurgent Packers. All hail Sunday. The NFL is on CBS.
0: Hmm. Love it. NFL and CBS. If you're watching, you saw it on YouTube. If you're not watching on YouTube, you know, just so you know, you can watch on YouTube. All our shows live on YouTube. Uh, go to YouTube.com slash pick six. Hit the subscribe button. Turn on alerts. You'll be notified when we go live. And if you're watching already, make sure and smash that like button and leave us a comment with your favorite best bet of the week. Let's get to our best bets. And we start in Houston. So the Titans... And the Jaguars are playing in Week 18. That's the only game, the game, the only game that matters for those two teams the rest of the year in terms of. No, it's Ravens. not. Yes, no, it is not. Explain to me how it's not.
2: Because if Jacksonville wins the next two, and the Dolphins lose two, and the Ravens and the Steelers lose one, and the Patriots lose to the Bills, Jacksonville will be a wild card team, even if they lost. If they the win Vikings. the
0: next two, they will win the division. They will go no, as a division not. as a wild card.
2: I'm saying if they win this week and lose next week
0: hmm.
2: they would be a wild card team in that scenario. Hmm. And here's the other one. If they no this one's r- really outrageous. If they win, they both lose or win this week or if they win this week and the Titans lose then they tie next week then the Jaguars would be the division winner too. And the advantage
1: they have is they'll know that we don't know because we're recording on Thursday, but the Titans play Thursday. So they'll know that scenario um, for them going into this game.
0: That's right. true. And the, and the Titans are, were, were a 14-point underdog to the Cowboys. They are sitting everybody, including the rookie quarterback Malik Willis, who uh, was replaced by Josh Dobbs in the starting lineup. I mean, Mike Vrabel is basically handing the Cowboys the game and saying we're just going to worry about Wiki, or handed the Cowboys the game.
2: If they won – And Jacksonville's not, by the way. They're going to go play.
0: Do you believe Doug Peterson when he says that?
2: and i okay. think they should. Okay. They're a young yeah. team. It's yeah, not like they can it's not like they can rest guys to let's we've been here in the, in the past. They got to they got to still learning how to win games. And so i do i do think they're going to play. Anybody who's iffy won't play. That's clear. But everybody else will play and and i look, history says this game is close. And i'm i'm a big believer in that. Was it nine straight? The Texans have beaten them nine straight times. And a lot of that has to do with the fact that Jacksonville, a lot of the time, doesn't take them seriously. Not that they're a good team either, but it's not like you play in a really, you know, a Texans team isn't, hasn't been good. Even when they've been good, they've struggled with the Texans. I think they struggle here. Uh, I think the Texans hang around, and I'm going to take Texans as part of a teaser and tease it up to 10, 10, and a half. We had it at, what, four and a half, didn't we? So at 10 and a half.
1: Yeah, Houston's typically better than Jacksonville, though. This is the, kind of the first year that the tables are turned, and was a better team, although they were seven-point dogs in October and lost to Houston because they just can't get that monkey off their back. Like you're saying, Jacksonville's defense 25th in pass yards per play. Houston's lack of run game probably not going to matter because you can throw on Jacksonville. But Houston finally got its win last week that they've been trying to get the last few weeks playing hard for. I don't know if they can risk losing the number one pick to Chicago now by, by going all out in this game. Jacksonville's offense has been hot, only scored 19 Thursday, but bad weather versus an elite defense. That's not bad. Um, I think the line should be over seven if we know Jacksonville isn't resting players at all um, and going forward hard. So I would lean to the Jacksonville side Um, at four right now is where it is. Maybe a better play in the first half in case the starters don't play the full game for whatever reason. But if Pete's saying they're going to go hard, I think Jacksonville covers this game against Houston.
0: Yeah. I really torn on like what they're going to do with these. And, And like, I agree with you, Pete. I think that Jacksonville should play their guys. You are a young team. You don't know how to win, so to speak. You're in a playoff race. You, you have all this momentum on your side. Trevor Lawrence is playing incredible football right now. Travis Etienne looks like the guy that they, they thought they were getting when they drafted before Urban Meyer screwed him up and tried to move him to wide receiver or slapback role or whatever the hell he wanted to call it. This is a team that's on a roll, and if you pause that momentum, and I know momentum is real. If you pause that momentum, I think it's hard to get it back for week 18. You're basically telling your guys, hold on, you don't have to try here. You can try here. Veteran team, maybe. Like Mike Vrabel, I get it with his team, especially how banged up they are, um, why you would do that. For the Jaguars, I don't know that you do it, but I think RJ's on to something with the, maybe that second half where if they get up 24-0, or like 24-7 even, I don't think it would be that crazy if they pull Lawrence and pull some of the starters and make sure that they're fully healthy going into week 18, knowing that you went out there, you played really well. And if you lose the game, I mean, I guess if, if you're, you're right. There's a 2% chance they can get the wild card, so they do need to go win the game. But I mean, I, I think we could see them yank guys. That's why that first half bet maybe a little bit of a better look. Houston could certainly come through the back door, and, and you're right. I mean, they are it's a look ahead spot. You know, the Texans stink. They've been playing fris- they've been frisky the last couple of weeks, but the Titans are the team that the Jaguars care about uh, dealing with. No, uh, no best bet here for me on this game, but I think I lean towards the Jaguars. Panthers at Bucks, Bucks at minus three over under forty. And a half, essentially, this is an elimination game for the Panthers. They lose, they're out. If they win, they can win in Week 18 and lock up the NFC South in rather improbable fashion and perhaps force David Tepper's hand when it comes to Steve wilkes Pete.
2: And I think they will win here. And, and I know I'm in the minority on that one, but I, I've been saying for weeks, I can't wait to see Tom Brady get it going. He's going to get it going. He's, this is the week. He had not got it going yet. Their offensive line is putrid. Um, and I think he's he's been affected by it. And I think Carolina can run it and run it and run it some more, and their defense is playing well. So I'm gonna take Carolina plus the three points as a best bet.
1: I'm on the other side of this one. I think the line has come. Down I, like I like it. I
2: like it. I like it. Week seventeen. We're on the other side of games. I like it.
1: The look ahead was seven. It seems like the market's finally giving up on Tampa to drive it down this far, or maybe they're very impressed by Carolina's offense and boosting their rating a bunch by beating the Lions, But I think some people weren't buying fully into anyway. Carolina's offensive coming off a peak performance. They're facing a tougher pasty here. They're also not going to have the same massive holes to run through. I mean, they racked up all those run yards, but it was like just anybody could have ran through those holes early in that game. I don't know what the defense was doing for Detroit when they had played so well against the run. Um, I don't know if that's repeatable for them to do against any team, particularly um, a Tampa Bay defense that's getting healthier. Carolina was also winless on the road before their win in Seattle in Week 14, so I don't know if I trust them that much going on the road in this massive divisional spot here. Um, I was hoping to wait and see if it would tip to two and a half I don't think it's going to at this point. I think three is the floor. Um, And I think Tampa should probably be a little bit higher than that, probably four points. So I have Tampa minus three is the best bet.
0: Yeah, I initially was thinking Carolina, J.C. Horn now out. I think that's a pretty big problem for them. Also, I mean, it is like total buy low on the the Buccaneers here. I mean, if you look at the Panthers – They've had several good games the last few weeks in terms of rushing the football, 232 rushing yards as a team against the Falcons, 185 against the Broncos, 223 against the Seahawks, and 320, a a franchise record, which isn't crazy for a franchise with Christian McCaffrey, D'Angelo Williams, Jonathan Stewart, Stephen Davis, like tons of like really good rushers, Timothy Biakabatuka. But then they sprinkled in 21 rush yards against the Steelers. 36 against the Ravens, 64 against the Bengals, like alternating there. And the one difference is, you know, these we're talking about better defenses. And I think Tampa, they're not as good against a run. They're not that stout run team that they were before, but they can step up and bottle up the Panthers run game. If you do that, you force Sam Darnold to throw the ball around. Uh, I am actually going to go Tampa best bet as well. I think the Buccaneers get it done. I think, I know, I know we've seen, we've been saying this for weeks. Brady's, RJ closes his eyes in disgust. Um,
2: (laughs) He really did too. He did too, by the way. I'm trying to
1: think. You said Timothy Biakabatuka. I thought it was like, what, Tishminga or something like that? Yeah, we call
0: him Timmy B. Okay. Timmy. I was like, Timothy. It wasn't Timmy. It was Tim. It was Tim Tim. Biakabatuka. Tim, yeah. Yeah, it was just like, he's like, listen, everybody, if you get Biakabatuka right, I'm going to give you Tim. Okay? (laughs) Like, I'm going to throw you a boat here with Tim. Um, Caroline, look, I I think we're going to see something from Tom Brady these next two weeks. I know we've been saying it all season long. He's washed. What are you going to say?
1: What are you going to say? That's that's not my my. I'm not saying that the. the, the he, I think they are what they are. I just think that the line has come down too much. I don't think that Tampa.
0: I, I don't think the. Pan, I don't think the Panthers are, are that good a team. They're trying hard. They can run the ball occasionally. They won't here. It will be a problem for
2: them. Hey, Brinson, part. would you uh, would you start Tom Brady in fantasy this week?
0: Is that a trick question, or is that uh, you you have that situation you you want to deal with it, and you want to get the input from everybody here?
2: I would love to get everybody's input. I I would not. I would not. I would not either. So I should start Teddy Bridgewater? Is that what you're telling me? Yes. You might need to to get your money out to pay for being a loser.
0: (laughs) 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 I won my fantasy championship, by the way. Pretty excited. Won the hometown league for the first time since like 2015. And shout out. I I think I mentioned it the last. I mentioned it at some point. Shout out to Bob Brinson, my dad, winning his first ever fantasy championship, taking down me, my brother. All the cousins in the Prince Sanity Fantasy League.
2: Well, maybe you could put a trophy on the wall
0: over there with the rest of them. <laughs> there is a trophy somewhere. We don't know who's got it. Somebody, probably one of the kids. Broke me and it.
2: Uh, me and RJ and you, we're, we're in our FFT league. Not a one of us is in the finals.
0: Uh, not even close. Yeah. I, just, I, didn't make, I didn't make the playoffs in another league. It was just that one, um, just that one, the one home league. But it was worth it to to win. Um, so yeah, I would, I would give, I think I'd go Brady over Bridgewater personally. I would go Bridgewater. Uh,
1: I go Bridgewater too. Okay. they there. We'll talk about that game in a minute, but they're dealing with a bunch of cornerback injuries in New England too, and I think they're yeah. going to have to throw because New England's going to score points against Miami.
0: So, All right. Well, we will get there shortly. But one game before we get there, Cardinals at the Falcons, over under. Oh, excuse me, Falcons minus three and a half over under forty two. Colt McCoy will be back in the starting lineup. Uh, with Trace McSorley, as the sun beats down onto me here, with Trace McSorley uh, now moving back to the bench where he belongs, this line is actually down to three on Caesars, three minus three minus 120, but we get three and a half. That total's jumped up a bit too. I assume that's the Colt McCoy news. Pete, um, you back in Cliff Cliff Kingsbury, backed into a corner?
2: There's only one game this entire week that has no playoff implications at all, and they and Brady Quinn is doing it, and it's this one. what an unnecessary shot there Brady I
1: told him that yesterday on our big show I go look, the thing is with the worst matchups you got to get the best talent in there to to make it exciting for people and and pick it up so only a a commentator of Brady's caliber can make this game exciting don't
2: let him hear this but he's actually really good on games but don't let him hear that okay (laughs) please Um, he would by the way Brady fashion he wouldn't make a pick on this game because I'm calling the game Oh, come on, give me a break. Uh, my pick is uh, the Atlanta Falcons. I don't love this game. Here, here's why I'm taking the Falcons. I think these two teams are actually pretty even. But when you look at it, what is? It, have you guys watched any of the hard knocks on Arizona? They look like they don't give a damn right now at get, all. Get
0: checked out, bro.
2: And, and so I think checked out team on the road, long
1: trip, I'll take the Falcons. Not a best bet, but I'll take the Falcons. Do you think if we had a hard match <laughs> to the Falcons, it would look any different in, the, in that locker room? <laughs> yeah. Because, I mean, I think this team
2: is checked out all the way. I think there's some problem, major problems in that organization.
0: I mean, the GM, the GM left with like, for health related reasons, and they won't comment on it whatsoever. The yeah, I mean there's there's problems all over the place. I mean, like there's a yeah. this means writing a profile about you all gotta these watch.
2: Issues. you gotta go back and watch Hard Knocks and you guys will understand what I'm talking about.
0: Okay. No, I I trust you. I just don't know that
1: this fabric team's any good. You said these teams are about even, and Atlanta doesn't have a home field advantage, so the line at three and a half, I loved Arizona as a best bet. You have to worry about motivation for any teams like this at this point of the season, so that throws a a wrench in the gears there, so who knows what's going to happen there, but Arizona has the rest disadvantage and played an overtime game, so I think that is a good spot for Atlanta there, and Ritter looked better as a passer against Baltimore in tough conditions, but I still don't trust him. I don't think you can lay more than the field goal with a bad Atlanta team. I locked it in at three and a half earlier today. It looks like it's now come down to three, um, because professional quarterback colt mccoy is under center and he has played well with that arizona defense i think i like him more than i like ritter even on the road here so i think arizona has a good chance to win this game um so but catching three and a half i I love getting the hook there so i backed arizona as a best bet
0: bad news rj i like arizona as a best bet too Gave it out i gave it out earlier today on a on a a, doing radio wow three and a half is too much for colt mccoy if it's three i wouldn't have taken it but three and a half like we we
1: talked about earlier before the podcast. Billy's trying to like alter the records, and I think that Pete was paying him off so that he could win. Now I think um, you know Pete's paying Brinson off to make my pick, on my picks, <laughs> so he can win too. <laughs> Pete <Peach> just <laughs> got a lot of money going around to everybody it's, on this podcast to try to take.
0: Driving me to like to tail your picks, exactly. so that like could uh, bust. No, I just think look, man, Arizona plus three and a half. Desmond Ritter is on one side of the ball and Colt McCoy is on the other. Oh, I mean, like Colt McCoy is uh, Dan Marino. Give me a break. I mean, he is He is in this In this like, in This setup. Um, I, I Look, I think Hopkins could have a decent game here. James Conner may be running the ball pretty well. It's just too many. Three and a half is just too much for Arizona. We, Atlanta and Desmond Ritter can't lay three and a half, so I will, I will take that three and a half as a best bet as well. Next up, the aforementioned Patriots. Minus three against... I'm down to two and a half. If you're looking on Caesars, the total that we're using is forty one and a half down to forty one. We know that Teddy Bridgewater is in for the Dolphins to a tongue of out mercifully. I and mean, he shouldn't play the rest of the season. We're being honest. I mean, you, how many times can you go to concussion prot- protocol before they stop letting you play football? Uh, Patriots down to two and a half. A little fishy, though, Pete, considering uh, we, we've got it at three no Twoa in this game.
2: Or, or stop yourself from playing football. How about that? I mean, there's a possibility you sure. could do that, too. I mean, you got to take care of yourself. you got to be careful. Um, but here, in this spot, look, this is why they brought Teddy in, to play in these kind of situations, because in, in case two, it couldn't play. And I think Teddy's more than capable of, of being a good quarterback. The problem is they don't run the, they won't be able to run the ball against the Patriots, and that offense is predicated on running the ball. And I, and that can so even with the corners banged up, RJ. I know that you know Marcus Jones is hurt and and uh, a couple other guys. But I don't. Jack Jones is out. That doesn't bother me because I don't think they can run the ball. So I think they'll keep the game within within uh, reach and get a couple turnovers of Teddy. I'm going to take New England to win the game. I, I think I think they win the game and cover this number. I don't have it as best bet, but I would take New England.
1: At plus three, have Miami as a best bet at two and a half where it is now. I would tease it. Um, everybody looking at this, it was a nice rally by New England in that that game last week, especially the defense pitching a second half shutout. Defense is now top five in sack rate, interception rate. But you're right, Bridgewater is capable of running this offense. I already have the Miami power rating depressed with Tua not looking right over the past month from where I had it a month ago, a month you know, five, five, six weeks ago. And um, so I didn't move it down that much with a healthy Bridgewater under center. Um, and I think this line should be closer to pick them, um, even though it is a good spot for for New England. I'm still not sold on New England's offense. The last 13 touchdowns New England has scored as a team have included five non-offensive touchdowns. So when you look at the box scores and their point totals, they look they look higher than they actually are if you just judge by how the offense is playing. Um, but the problem is Miami's defense. When they go on the road, they allow 31 and a half points per game, and they're 29th in interception rate overall. Mac Jones hasn't thrown has thrown one pick in the last seven games. So New England has the best chance they could possibly have to come alive offensively in this game and um so then it might come down to bridgewater being able to to you know operate that pass offense which when you have those weapons and you have that guy calling the shots you know i, I still like their chances to keep it close so i'm surprised the, the over under is ticked down i would have liked the over i was leaning over anyway so at 41 i might make that a play too not in our podcast but just in general
0: okay uh i got nothing on this one i think that like I, I'm, I'm curious to see how like how much of a downgrade the teddy to a uh, situation is like I don't know that it's that much of a downgrade. I mean, two has been playing well, but like, it's not like he's you know just like challenging everyone vertically and throwing it into like really tight windows. I mean, he's getting the ball into Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle's hands. Well, in like, space. The, like, I mean, the,
2: like the pass he threw to Tyreek the other day. If he puts that where it's supposed to be, the long pass, that's a touchdown. A yeah, yeah. I mean, and, and they're now going. Oh my God, what a great throw! Throw where you need to throw it. It's a touchdown. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And but you could see in the second half there was clearly something wrong with him. Um. And and so. Look, I worry about Miami because I don't think they're very good on defense either.
0: I don't think they're making the playoffs. The Steelers and the Jets are taking their wild card spot. Steelers? Yeah. Hot take.
2: Hot take. That is a hot take. You got the Steelers winning this week then, I guess. You got to get my best bet on them.
0: Yeah, I got a best bet on them for sure. Uh, So, yeah, no best bet here for me. But um, I, I lean towards New England. Two and a half, I might take the Patriots. Three, no thank you. Too many points. All right. Let's move on to the Browns at the Commandos. Browns Commanders minus 2 over under 40 and a half. Pete, Deshaun Watson has not played well and if you were, this is like people keep asking like should you worry? Should the Browns be worried? Should they? But if you go back and watch that game last week,
2: he actually hit a couple shots to guys that dropped them. I mean, he he had a touchdown pass dropped in that game. He he, he so he Look, they had a weird game plan. He threw so much, but in that weather. But uh, I still think that he hit some passes. So I think he's starting to get there. Uh, I would look. I got Washington in this game because I think they're going to run it and run it and run it some more down the Browns' throats. I don't love this game. In fact, I, I had a hard time picking it. But if I had to pick it, I would pick Commanders.
1: Yeah, on the spread, I like Cleveland plus two, but I made it part of my teaser um, for this week, so I'm teasing it up to plus eight for the podcast. Cleveland's offense still scoring one touchdown per game at most with Watson at quarterback, but you're right. He looks like he is progressing. He's also had some tough situations. At first game's a throwaway. Haven't played in two years. We knew he wasn't going to play well there. Most people figured he wouldn't play well there. And then he's had tough tough matchups or conditions last three games, Cincinnati, Baltimore, and then that that win game last week. Um, so I think he's going to get better. I think Cleveland should be able to run on Washington, and Washington's pass, he just Got torched by by Brock Purdy, um, who looks like a good quarterback, and nothing wrong with Purdy. But talent wise, Watson should be able to do the same if he if he is getting better. And Washington's offense downgraded with Carson Wentz starting. I don't know why they're going back to Carson Wentz, but that's what they're doing. And I watched him earlier in the season, and he should not be running this offense. Um, so I think after replacing him, um, replacing Heineke with Wentz, um, I don't like Washington as much. I think this is finally the spot for Watson's first game. So I would take Cleveland at the plus two, um, but teasing it at plus eight is the first leg of the teaser. Is a, is a definite for me.
0: That's a pretty good look on that teaser. And then there, there, there's a lot of good teaser options this it week. It seems like
1: everybody and their brother is teasing
2: Cleveland. Everybody.
0: And um, the uh, Seattle? Seattle. Yeah. yeah. Seattle and Cleveland. What could go wrong? Gina Smith to Sean Watson teaser. I actually agree. I think, that I think well,
2: our good buddy Nick Costas already said he was doing that this week, earlier in the week. I am doing
0: the teaser. I <laughs> am doing <of> the teaser. <laughs> Get
1: ready
2: for me to later. I lose all my bets this week, but I'm going to win my teaser. Yeah. <laughs> where's entertainment, i came up with it
0: um i love justice we kid, we kid. Uh, we kid with love nick if you're listening you foul mouth heinous voice sounding yankee uh wow <laughs> just kidding i'm kidding I love you could that. have been talking you could have been talking about me when you said that yeah well maybe i was <laughs> nick senior um I, uh, I I want Cleveland to win here because I really want the Packers to make the playoffs for purposes of my long shot Packers NFC Championship bet at 100 to one. Um, don't know if it's going to happen this week, but uh, I think Deshaun Watson's played better. Certainly played progressively better over his first three starts, and then the win game. Man, you just got to throw that out. I mean, although like that is why you have to deal with that as a you know as a as a quarterback in Cleveland. Like you're going to have to face some win from time to time, but Watson playing well, and I agree. It's gonna be really nice on the East Coast this weekend. It's gonna be like seventy, 70 degrees in, in this game. Yeah. It's a good Breakout spot for him.
2: So your bet to get the Packers in. Obviously, they need to win the next two, but you need Washington to lose one. But you also are gonna need the Eagles to lose this week because Dallas won't play, play anybody. Dallas won't. No, Dallas won't play anybody the last week of the season.
0: Right? I don't. What? Why do I need to Oh, you're saying against Washington? Yeah.
2: Correct. Yeah, they'll be locked into the five. So you, you, that's going to be tough to win that bet. Well, Washington, only like, need,
1: Washington needs to lose one, though,
2: right? Giants can yeah, lose oh, two.
0: Giants, Giants can lose two, or Washington can lose two.
2: What one. I'm saying, if they win this week, I don't think you need them to lose this week. You're not going to get help yeah. in that last weekend because Dallas isn't going to play anybody.
0: Yeah. I, I agree with that. This is the spot. I need Deshaun Watson to go win this game. Yeah. Injuring my, yeah. my long shot on Deshaun Watson. What could possibly go wrong? Next up, the. Jets minus one and a half at the Seahawks. Oh, oh my God! What's that? What's that? oh? We're going Colts Giants. Did I skip one. My bad. Nope, I didn't. Um Jets at Colts. Giants. Colts. At, Colts to at Giants. Jets at Seahawks. He he, he's he's even
1: worse than a than anchor man. He can't even read what's in front of him right now. <laughs> yeah, it's the
2: Giants <laughs> and Colts in front of us right now. In case uh, you I'm can just, see, I'm it. just
0: going what's on the rundown that I was reading.
1: J- Colts to Giants. Nick.
2: Nick Foles, the greatest accident in the history of the National Football League is terrible. How the hell did that guy win a Super Bowl and win a Super Bowl MVP and outdo Tom Brady? He's awful. And I think the Giants are playing much better. Um, I teased him. I put him as part of one of my teasers. I took the Giants at pick It was six when we picked it. So I took him down to pick I think they win the game. I'm just a little leery of of laying a six number. Um, but I'll I'll take the Giants as part of the pick I I just think Nick Foles is terrible. He's a- on um, and the greatest accident in the history of the National Football League, that is Nick Foles. Move!
1: I lead the five with the Giants when it was five early in the week and it creeped up to six. It's down to five and a half now, it looks like on the site. I Kind of, like, the giants still at that number. I'm only leaning to them at, at six at the number we're picking. If they came alive offensively in a good matchup, lost in that 61 yard field goal end of regulation, something that only happens to giants fans over and over. That it, just ask them. Um, Indy's playing out the string with full as a quarterback. D has struggled in recent weeks, too. I think Avon Thibodeau should feast on that Indy all offensive line. I don't see Indy scoring much at all in this game. They did get screwed a bit on the schedule with two fewer days' rest, too, because the giants played Saturday, Indy had to play Monday. Um, giants looking to lock up that playoff spot before playing at Philly and not needing that game. so it'd be a huge coaching advantage if they can, they can just, it's a huge coaching advantage already, but then if they're motivationally, they need this game. So they don't have to worry about next week. So it's hard to lay this many points with the giants against any team, but India is a bottom tier team. I think the line should be higher.
0: Yeah. 10 degree. Indy stinks. And the giants pass rush is decent. They haven't beaten They don't beat anybody by more than like a field. I think all like every single one of their wins might even be a, like a, a one score game, but you can still win both one score here. Win by seven, win by six, um, I would lean towards the Giants. Don't have it as the best bet. I think the unders probably a pretty good look too. You know the, the Colts. The Colts stink. The Colts are terrible. They had that one win against the Raiders. Like the Raiders were just unlucky to draw them in that first Jeff Saturday start where they were motivated. And now this is a team that just can't get anything done. They got bruised and battered by the Chargers. And that Giants pass rush is going to get home. Uh, as, you, as Pete points out, Nick Foles terrible accident. Horrible quarterback. Is that
2: Tony? Okay. Doesn't Nick, F- Nick Foles has a statue in Philly. They should put a statue of Doug Peterson for getting that guy to win a Super Bowl.
0: Boo! <laughs> Competing audio traps. I know. Right. Um, just wondering how many times Billy can hit the boo button. I guess just as many times as we can say Nick Foles is trash. Boo! <laughs> All right. Let's take a quick break. When we come back, we will actually talk about the jets and the
3: Seahawks next. This episode is brought to you by progressive insurance. We know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. I'm reading the rundown off of Slack. That's how I missed the Giants and Colts, because
0: my password is expired. 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 (laughs) Jets minus one and a half of the Seahawks, over, under 42 and a half, Pete. Oh, oh, what's that noise I'm getting in my ear? Is that that revenge game? Is it the revenge game for Geno? Is it the revenge game for Pete
2: Carroll? Oh, double
0: revenge game. Oh, Seahawks are a lock. Lock it up, baby.
2: Wow. I like the Jets in this game. I, I think Mike White being back under center um, will help them. Zach Wilson was terrible. And you know what was terrible last week? Their offensive line was brutal last week. And they're not not—they're much better than what they showed last Thursday night, the offensive line. They were just really bad. The center was terrible. They were sp- my spinning tops of the week this week. And believe me, there were a lot of bad offensive line play out there. Um, so I, I think the Jets go in there. They'll – run the ball better than they have. I don't think Seattle's defense is that good. Geno Smith's not playing that well. So I'm going to take the jets uh, as a best bet at minus one and a half.
1: Yeah. The jets getting white back uh, at quarterback caused the line to move three and a half points initially, which is a big move. I know Wilson's bad, but it's not like white is, is Dan Marino to quote no. Pete Prisco. So yes. it's a pretty big move. Um, it's now come down a little bit. Um, so uh, Seattle was the move at two and a half. It looks like it's down to one and a half now. I, I have the t- I have the obvious teaser Seahawks plus seven and a half with Cleveland plus eight that you guys were talking about um, because we had the, the lines were where they were when we locked him in. Otherwise, I had Miami in um, as the second leg of my teaser at two and a half. Um, but Seattle's offense struggled against a good Carolina and San Francisco defenses at home before Casey no show to Pete's point. It feels like the Seahawks defense has crashed. What we say every week, but they only allowed twenty one to San Francisco and twenty four to Kansas City. I mean that's not awful. Um, And it's a long travel spot for the Jets. They've they've done this the last three times they've had to go to Seattle and play. They've scored 13 points collectively as a team. I don't like citing trends like that that go back years with the people that aren't involved in this game. But it's just that thing about that travel going all the way across there. It seems not to suit the Jets very well. They do get extra rest from playing on on Thursday, though. So I didn't want to take the Seahawks outright. I kind of I like Pete's lean to the Jets, but I wanted to throw it in a teaser, get it up to plus seven and a half. I also would look to the under only one Jets game has gone over forty one. Points since week five. That was when they played at Minnesota. So trust their defense here um, to keep it to keep it relatively low
0: scoring and look at the under two. I like the Seahawks. And I'd like the Seahawks in the teaser too. I mean, that's just it's a good look. Like that's the talking about low-scoring games. games with low totals, teams with two teams that don't have like really explosive offenses, and you know, just uh quick points. So so with the Miami thing you you don't want to you wouldn't put miami because you don't want to waste the three the, the the key number that you've already got that's what you're saying right the two.
1: when we locked in our picks it was three now that the market's moved it to two and a half i think miami is a better teaser leg than seahawks is what i'm saying because i could see a situation where their their offense can't play do anything against the jets defense if the jets defense is at the top of its game
0: okay all right no, no, i was just curious but i mean like with the miami because miami was three right
1: miami's three for our picks yes so i have plus three as a as a pick
0: but you're, Miami. So you're saying that, so you're saying like, if you could redo the tease, if you're, if you're could, listening,
1: yeah, if you're listening to this right now on this podcast and you don't get Miami plus three and you're thinking, should I play it two and a half? I would say, tease it, tease it with, with the Browns, as opposed to teasing the Browns and the Seahawks
0: together. Would you like to switch your teaser to the Browns and the Dolphins? That's fine with me. We're
1: picking at three, Prince. We locked the lines. <laughs> I'm not getting two and a half. I'm getting three. But
0: that's, but that's what I'm saying to people who are listening. Like you don't want to, you wouldn't tease it at three because you already had the key number of three
1: right three and three is a a better number you take the value with the three you don't tease off the three because you're giving up value you want to tease at two and a half to one and a half because getting through that key number of three is very much much more valuable than just getting off it if it is three if you're going to tease a lineup from three to nine that three is going to cover more often um that that it just makes sense to play the three than than to tease it because you're losing some value on the teaser there
0: that's what i was trying to ask in a in a uh I, like, I was trying to, I was trying to right. like get you to provide the smart information, not me being stupid and understanding that we have it at three versus two and a half. Sorry about that. that mm. clear. Um, I'm like, no, I'm playing at three. I don't like, mean. no, don't take me it off worries. my three.
1: I know the lines move, but yeah. I'm taking getting my three. <laughs> yeah,
0: you're like, you're
2: trying, really? get him, you're trying to get him to take off get off his line move, I trying mean, to get it, trying
0: to shake him off his game so he misses these picks. I've got the uh, Seahawks as a best bet revenge. He, game. Well, he's got you, or he's carrying you on his shoulders this week. It's in the bad enough him. Come on. Like the Jets have the better defense. Mike White being back is a is a big deal. I mean, like they they hate Zach Wilson. They play better for like they play better if like Pete Prisker was their starting quarterback or Will Brinson or RJ White. Like they would just get hyped up because it's not Zach Wilson. However, Seahawks shouldn't be dogs at home. This so, is this is like a, a like this is a double revenge game and it's like the you know loser leaves town game for these two teams. I think the Seahawks win the game. Find a way to do it. Don't love the fact that DK Metcalf could be locked up by Sauce Gardner, but
3: yeah.
0: Gotta have a big game. Gino comes out. Gino two and oh, revenge game so far this year. Gonna make it three and oh. Give me the Seahawks as a best bet. Didn't
1: you Mike just say that athlete. you think the Steelers and Jets are getting the AFC playoff wild cards?
0: The no, I said the Steelers or the Jets. Oh, okay. Because what um No, you said the Steelers and the Jets. I said Steelers or the Jets. Oh, Are stealing Miami's wild card? The Chargers already the Chargers and the Ravens, the, there's already be, two locked up. There's only the Jets, one wild card left. The Chargers have a wild card spot and the Bengals or the Ravens have a wild card.
1: Spot. I was just confused at why you're throwing the Jets in there as stealing a wild card if you have them losing this week.
0: Well, I think, I think the Jets or I think the Dolphins are going to lose out and one of the Jets or this. It's a one and a half point spread. Like, that, I mean, I'm locking up the Seahawks. I mean, I think the Jets are like, like I don't think mean, they're going to get absolutely smoked. Like, I mean, this Jets are going to win this game. It's going to be a close game, but i, I would take the Seahawks as a best bet. Goons. Jets by one. Just by There you go, just <laughs> by one. I cover and the Jets steal the wall. That's one. all I was
1: trying to get you to say. Jets are going
0: to win this game by one. <laughs> there, you go, there you go. On a, uh, a Geno Smith pick six. Vikings at the Packers. Maybe the game of the week. Packers minus three and a half. That's right. The seven and eight Packers are three and a half point favorites against the 12-win Minnesota Vikings. 11 of those wins. It's 12 wins, right? 11 of those wins coming Via one score, just an absolutely unbelievable season by the Vikings. In- entirely impossible to repeat, probably ever. Can't call it an impossible 11-0 because it's actually happening. But, man, they are three and a half point dogs. Looks like it could move to three here, a total of 48 beat.
2: Yeah, I'm going to take the Packers. I I think the Packers are getting it going a little bit, and the Vikings' defense is still terrible. I mean, Daniel Jones did whatever he wanted to last week with with little or no help on the outside, and and so I think that this is an opportunity for the Packers um, at home to score some points against the Vikings. I think the Vikings will score too, so I'd probably lean to the over to make it a best bet. But I think Green Bay will cover this number and, and continue to push for a playoff. I'll take the Packers minus three and a half best bet.
1: Yeah, it, had, it would have been a best bet for me if it was still three. I had, like, gave it out at three earlier in the week on sports line, thinking it had to move off the three. The line didn't really make much sense to me there. Um, so uh, the fact that it is plus three and a half minus 115 just might be some leftover from that, more than it, it's going to get back to three at some point. So I don't think anybody lets that happen. It was another down game from Minnesota's defense, like Pete said, against the Jets, J- Giants offense. that just, typically doesn't pass well. I expected more from the Packers offense against Miami. Um, they kind of needed their defense to, to get some gift picks, um, three of them from Tua. Um, to get back in that game. I think, you know, but this is a bounce back spot against this defense. Um, the Green Bay defense didn't play that well against Miami until they got those gift picks. They gave up too many big plays. Power ratings say it's around a fair line. Minnesota is just five and 10 against the spread in the last 15 games at Green Bay. So so this is a tough spot for them to go out and win. And they typically haven't played outdoors in December much. Over the last few years, I went and looked into it. They somehow avoid these games a lot. Um, they got, they had to play two last year outdoors and I believe Green Bay and Chicago did not play well, in either of them, their last outdoor game this season was Week Ten in Buffalo in similar conditions. They've had five home games and played at Detroit since then, so they're not used to going outdoors and playing. um I don't know if they're going to be used to the situation here. Even though it's not going to be that cold, I mean, it's it like Britton saying weather's well, a lot better this week than it was last week. Can you can you imagine that team having to go outdoors after all this layoff playing at home and play in those conditions last week? I don't know if they'd have scored anything.
0: Yeah, it's interesting you mentioned that RJ because I was going to bring it up. If you look at the Vikings. Um, schedule this year right they have played here's your away games at philly in september on a monday night football it was not cold then i think like 70 something degrees at the saints in a dome at the dolphins miami never cold at washington in week nine it was 71 degrees for kickoff there Oh, no, excuse me and the uh, the saints game was actually um saints game was actually in london but it wasn't cold anyway um the only game then they had to at the Bills and at the Lions. So these are all their away games. Bills was thirty eight degrees, and other than that, they've been indoors or it's been really nice. They they this team, and I'm not saying that they live in Minnesota, so they, they understand like the weather. They understand what it's like to be cold, but I don't think they understand what it's like to get hit when it's cold or to have to hit somebody when it's cold. So far, as you said, they dodged these December games, these cold weather games. I think Green Bay is just going to make the playoffs. They're going to win out. Aaron Rodgers knows what's at stake. He's got that look in his eye. He knows he's got two home games against a Lions team that's suddenly kind of reeling, and this Vikings team that's been lucky all season long. I think the Packers come out and go ham on offense. Big game. Big Browns fan.
2: Big Browns fan this week, Britson is.
0: Big Browns fan. I got the Packers as a best bet. Packers minus three and a half. Obviously, you would prefer three. If it gets there, jump all over it. I'll take the three and a half, though, because I'm not passing up a chance to take Rodgers in the cold weather in a must-win game for the Green Bay. all right rams at the chargers chargers minus six and a half over under 41 pete yeah
2: look the chargers can't charger themselves out of the playoffs they're in and so they can relax a little bit here maybe they'll actually let justin herbert throw the ball down the field some in this game to kind of get ready for the postseason i think they do i think the rams look they played well last week but that's a terrible broncos team I'm a little hesitant to lay six and a half for a team um, in the chargers that is capable of doing some really dumb things, but I'm going to tease the chargers down as the second half of my teaser with the Texans, make them a half minus a half. So I have the chargers Texans as a teaser uh one of the bets I'm putting in.
1: So you think the chargers are, are definitely trying in this game, Pete? Yeah.
2: I mean, going after the I mean, five seed. Yeah. You want the five seed. So yeah,
1: that's you right.
2: play, I mean, you'd rather play the five than the, than the, you know, play the four. The then five the three, seed, for sure.
0: the five seed is huge in the NFC. It's enormous in the AFC. Right? Because They're you're, play. your are yeah, like, you're
2: either going to be playing the Bengals or the Ravens on the road, or the,
0: or the Bills, or you know, just if you're the happens, six or seven seed, you're getting the Chiefs, Bengals, or, 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 or right? Like, yeah, five seed is huge. You get the four seed, and you yeah. get a much better chance of advancing.
1: So that was my question. Do you risk injury and go all out, you know, going after seeding because the the matchup advantage is so massive there? Or do you re- take some time, rest players, make sure you don't get somebody hurt? Um, I think if they're trying, this line is way too low, even without home field advantage. Obviously, both these teams play in that stadium, so there's no real home field advantage here, uh, even in less so than there are usually as for Chargers games. You don't even get the travel for the other team. They're, they're, they're in that stadium. You
2: know what I said the other day, RJ? I said that some of the Steeler fans are going to end up showing up just to, be, just to be, make it feel like a, a Chargers-Rams home home game. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, so look ahead was nine. I think that was close to the right number. I think the Rams blowing out a bad Denver team doesn't warrant the move. Rams defense is better at defending the run than the pass. And so we know chargers aren't going to run much anyway. So I think that that works into the chargers advantage. Chargers defense has been playing better over the last three weeks. And the Rams offense is pinball back and forth to being really good or real bad. So I mean, we could get the bad version, I think at this point. Um, so I think they, they don't risk players either. I think they go for the five seat. I think this line's too low. But it, because it is the Chargers, I don't want to lay too many points. So it's just a really strong lean at this point, six and a half.
0: Yeah, I like the uh, I like the Chargers in this spot as well. I'm not going to make it the best bet, but you know, again, th- th- we can't overstate it enough the five C- five seed is enormous. They will be playing a little bit more loose. They looked, yeah, you know, Indy stinks, but that the, you know, and the Chargers didn't look awesome on offense. I mean, you could see. I thought I thought that Justin Herbert looked a lot better than the ulti- the the in box score uh, showed, and you know, Keenan Allen. All the weapons being back healthy makes a huge difference. Chargers could obliterate the Rams here. The Rams just don't have the players. They're, they're resting their players to just get on to 2023. Baker Mayfield's been impressive. We'll see how much that plays into the future. But, yeah, the Chargers could – if they play everybody and they're trying here, six and a half is a, is a good look. I just don't think we can be 100% convinced that they're doing that because Brandon Staley has been very aggressive about resting guys in the past. But I will point out that the total has moved up
1: two points, so maybe there is some indication that they are going to go out offensively, because it was 41, now it's 43. That's
0: a good call there. Um, That might be a good DFS spot to attack, too, if people are staying away from that game. Steelers at the Ravens. Ravens minus two and a half, over under 35, Pete, in this AFC North slugfest between what? Well, it's
2: understandable because both defenses are are playing good football, and, and I think that when you look at the both offenses, neither one of them is playing good football, so that makes a lot of sense. But in that kind of scenario, I'm going to take the Steelers as part of a teaser. I'll close it out. as a Steelers-Giants teaser. I'll take them with the eight-and-a-half because I just don't see the Ravens blowing them out. I, I don't see that happening. I, the way they're constructed right now on offense, I don't see them blowing the Steelers out. Uh, they might win the game, uh, but I think the Steelers will hang around in it, and I'm going to take the eight-and-a-half as part of my teaser.
1: It's a great Caesar leg in such a low scoring game. I commend Pete for that. I couldn't do it because I do see a scenario where Ravens can win by 10. They, it seems like they're not playing very well, but I think they are actually are playing pretty good, and I wanted to make them a best bet at minus 2.5. Pittsburgh's defense big game was expected against Derek Carr in the cold. Couldn't stop the Baltimore run game in Week 14, however. Baltimore rushed for over 200 yards in that game, and then in the two weeks since, they've they've kept it up. They're, they're averaging basically 200 yards per game over the last three, playing at an elite level, running the ball. Baltimore's defense third in rush yards per play and second on third down. Pittsburgh's been really strong in both those areas offensively, and if Baltimore's defense is locking those two down, it's going to be really hard. I think, for Pittsburgh to score points. Baltimore, they were unlucky to score three at Cleveland. You look at that game – black field goal, a rare, rare missed field goal, and two turnovers inside field goal range. They were inside field goal range five times, and they scored three points. That's not typical for, for that type of game. Only other loss since week six was by one on the road to the surging Jacksonville team that needed the the Trevor Lawrence you know, uh, signature game that everybody's going to talk about for years now. That's this coming out party there, and that's the only loss that they've had besides that, that ugly Cleveland game. Um, so even if Lamar isn't back, if Lamar is back, this line should be a lot higher. But even if yeah, he's not back... Sure. I think that the two and a half is fine. I like playing Baltimore at that number. Cause I think they win this game by at least three.
2: This line is reflective of him not playing.
1: Correct.
0: Yeah. I, I mean, Hey, do you think that Lamar is going to skip? Do you think he's skipping for contractual reasons at all? Or like,
2: well, there's some, they, the team sounds like they're hitting at it. Didn't they? Didn't is you they? see little hints? Yeah. There's, People are saying that I don't. I don't believe it.
1: People are talking. I mean, in the thick of a playoff, I can't imagine he he'd be dealing with in the the playoffs. He wouldn't do that. Yeah,
2: I just think I don't think he would do it. I don't think he would. Right now, in the thick of a playoff race, no, hell no. I don't. He's too competitive. He's too too good a football player. I no. I don't buy it at all. I I think. I think he
0: wouldn't. I I think he wouldn't come back. Like they're in the playoffs. Like I I think he would. I I don't. They can win the division. I I know, but like you'd have a fully healthy Lamar in the like. You're gonna. You're gonna be on the road, and and, you're gonna be. You're going to be playing a wild card weekend anyway. Like, you're not getting the one seed. Of course you want to right. win the Would division. you rather be at home? Yeah, but I would you rather be on the road with a fully healthy Lamar or at home with, like, a 75% Lamar?
2: Here's what you'd have to say, too. If you're the five seed, would you rather be the five seed playing Jacksonville or the or the six the three seed, seed playing seven, the Chargers?
1: Yeah, three seed playing the Chargers.
0: Yeah, probably the five seed playing Jacksonville. Might have, more, might have just me. You'd be it. I am
2: not
1: huh? scared of the Chargers at all in the playoffs,
0: You'd just be with home, their no
2: Though that's the biggest difference. You're home. You want to play home.
1: Right. I, but I'm saying, like, I, I would not home. mind playing the Chargers in the playoffs at all. I
0: would. Yeah, I, don't, I don't. I especially think, as I'm an, an
1: outdoors team with that. I'm team. with you, RJ.
0: Char- Chargers in Baltimore or in Cincinnati in round one. Bye. All right, living along. I don't have the Steelers as a best bet. I don't think. You said earlier you did. All right, fine. I think the Steelers are best bet. Go ahead, head, 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 head to head with RJ. Thank you. Finally. Maybe I'll take well. Should I flip flop and take the Ravens? No, don't do it to them. <laughs> the Bills minus one at the Bengals. Monday night football. This game over under 49 and a half. Awesome game. Game of the week. Insane playoff ramifications. Pretty big MVP ramifications too. Massive seating ramifications. A real like cancense, like sort of like a, 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 a an appetizer for what we might see in the playoffs. And by the way, the final game of a lot of fantasy championship seasons and a, and like every best ball tournament featuring Burrow, Allen, Diggs, Davis, Higgins, Jamar Chase, like Joe Mixon, definitely like toss so many people. Trenton Irwin, that's Trenton Irwin, Naheem Hines. Huge game here, Pete.
2: You know it, it's it's amazing. I think I saw somewhere today where this is the most wins ever on a Monday night for Monday Night Football game. That's a good stat. Yeah, most wins ever for a Monday night football game, which is incredible. But these these two teams, and, and you know, you remember back in the you probably I don't know if you remember. Remember the Giants and Forty Nine ers played a monster Monday night game in San Francisco years ago when Bavaro had that rumbling touchdown uh, against the Forty Nine ers. They were both, I think, they were both ten and one, nine and one, ten and one. And we've seen some when the Rams played the Chiefs, weren't they both? Didn't they both have really good records at that when they played that one one year? Yeah, I but I think it was
1: pretty early in the season. It was like middle. Yeah, that's season. right. Yeah.
2: But this is the most I re- I saw this. I don't know if that's a fact, but I saw it somewhere where it says it's the most wins right. ever for a Monday night game.
1: So we I'm never talking- have a Monday night game in week 17 up until the last, yeah. you know, year. Or
2: so. But you you also don't usually get these two teams two teams of this calendar mm-hmm. playing late in the season either because usually sometimes they're division games or whatever. But I'm going to take Buffalo. I think they're the better team. Look, I-, I love Cincinnati. What they've done. I think their offense is very good. Defensively, they're much improved. But I'm taking the Bills. I think the even though they're playing back-to-back road games, I think they're the better team. This isn't a long trip. And they're running the ball last week. That was important for them. They proved they could do it. Now, the Bears aren't good. But when you run for 254, I don't care who it is. And Josh Allen didn't have to do it. So I'll take Buffalo minus the point is the best bet.
1: Yeah, Buffalo's offense has an elite pass game, as everybody knows. Now they are number one in rush yards per play at Peace point after that game, and they're number one on third down, too, so they did get it all done offensively. They finally look like a number one seed at Chicago, but it took a little time. That game was pr- relatively close. I think it was an eight-point game, and they scored like two touchdowns in the last four or five minutes, and just out of nowhere. Um, so Cincinnati collapsed in the second half for once, typically since he's doing the rallying in the second half and locking people down in the second half, so we'll see if they can turn that around. My problem with Cincinnati's offense, they're not m- that much of a threat in the run game, and I think it's tough to beat Buffalo's defense with out both the run and pass threat Um, so we'll see if they can get something going in the run game here the reason I can't play the Bills is because since he's 12 and one against the spread in their last 13 games winning all these games they shouldn't be dogs at home to anyone even the Bills team if you think the Bills are the best team in the league they're not that much further ahead of the Bengals you throw in home field prime time I just can't see making Cincy underdog so I would play Cincy if I was going to play this one
0: uh, I got since he's the best bet. Bengals, man. They're, they're on an ATS heater. They're on a straight-up heater. This is a team that believes they can win the Super Bowl. Lau Collins' injury is a big problem. That defense is pretty good, though, and I think we'll see a bunch of points in this one. It probably comes down to whoever's got the ball last, but I think it's just disrespectful to make the Bills a favorite here against a team that can can take them head-to-head. They, they look, This is a team that's taking the Chiefs. They can beat anybody. Joe Burrow in primetime in a game like this with the lights on and the bright as possible, I will take Joe Burrow. 10 times out of 10, no disrespect to the great Josh Allen. Bengals, best bet for me. All right, quick hitters. Broncos at the Chiefs, minus 12 and a half for KC, over under 45, Pete.
2: Yeah, look, uh, Denver's a disaster. I, I, Kansas City hasn't looked great in the last month, but I think they look great here. Uh, I think they rolled Denver. Denver's packed it in. The coach is gone. I don't. They hired a guy who's 80 years old. He's got a few more years on me, barely.
0: It wasn't, um, on, the, take... it wasn't on the coaching staff in the season No, started. he was a
2: consultant. I, I, I'm going to take the Chiefs minus the 12 and a half. I don't love it. Not a best bet.
1: This line jumped three and a half points after Denver's disaster against the Rams. It was 10 on the look line jumped to 13 and a half. That was too much for the market. Um, I kind of wanted to play it if it got to 14 with Denver, because coach firings kind of help, especially really bad coaches. Wanna play a big dog in the first week with the interim coach. Uh, but the lines already dropped one point. I didn't want to lay play it with Denver at twelve and a half. Um, I think their defense could have a I mean, they had forced three picks in week 14 and, and kept it close there. And turnovers like that, if, if McKenzie's gonna do it again, it makes covering a big spread hard. So big big total of uh, a big spread of twelve and a half or a small total of
0: forty-five.
1: I think Denver covering is the most likely scenario.
0: If Denver covers and forces a bunch of picks, that turns Monday night into a real spicy MVP uh, race potential uh, game with the Bill. Like if, if Mahomes sort of comes back to the pack, don't, he, he's pretty far out right now, right, Pete?
2: Yeah, he's the, he's the winner. Okay. I mean, unless, yeah, that's he, a... unless he goes five interceptions and five interceptions in the last two weeks that he's Jeez. winning. It.
0: That's pretty, that would be pretty bad.
1: All right. What if the up? Chiefs lose one of these two and they end up what? Can they end up the a three seed? I mean, what if they're they're like, Good. oh man, they are competing for the one seed the whole time. They end up like the three seed people. Do you do
2: you see that happening, Arja?
1: I don't know. I, mean, they, I, I didn't see them almost I mean, losing to Houston, but they're they're not playing that well. Yeah, they're not I, losing. If, Was it if, Denver if, uh, and Denver and the Raiders?
0: Yeah, probably not losing. If they do, if if they didn't get the one seed, would you give it to? Would you consider?
2: They're going loo- to lose to the Broncos and
0: Stidham. Who knows? Strange things have just, happened. Well, If they do, if they do, then you're going to have to rethink your MVP vote. It depends. I mean, it depends.
2: Yeah, I mean, you'd have to consider if Allen if, – what if Allen's the one seed? Is he the MVP? No. Is Burrow the MVP if he's the one seed? Maybe. What about Justin Jefferson? As no,
0: the stop it. All right,
3: moving along.
0: <laughs> Bears and the Lions, minus six, over under 52. I'm going to go and tell you, Pete, this is my square over of the week. Give me the best bet. There's no defense in this game. Detroit on that fast track against that Bears team. Justin Fields, wants the rushing record? You might get it in this game, He needs 195. You might lock it down in this game. Give me the over as a best bet.
2: I'm going to take the Lions. Uh, I don't love the game, but I'll take the Lions minus the points. Not a best bet for me. By the way, McKinnon can set a record on – and you know the Chiefs love to set records. If he scores a a touchdown, he'd be, what, the first guy since the 70s, even before the 70s, to have – a touchdown back having a touchdown in five straight games, I think it is. Really? Yeah. It's pretty that's incredible when you think about that. Yeah. You know what they're going to do? They're going to flick gonna get ball. the shovel passes on the Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. Guaranteed. That's
1: right. My power ratings have his line at seven, but I don't know if I can trust Detroit to stop a backdoor cover. That defense fell apart. Shocking that they face planted completely as a rush defense against Carolina. Um, They gave up 250 rush yards to Chicago earlier in the year. So maybe this matchup is trouble. Chicago's defense is allowed 25 plus points in eight straight games. So Detroit at home is going to score a bunch too. I like the over. I didn't want to play with it creeping up a little too high for me, but it is definitely a
0: lean for me. All right. Saints at Eagles. Eagles minus five and a half over under 44 this line jumped up to six and the total jumped up to 50. Oh, that's, that's a different game. I am, I am flipping back and forth from Slack. My fault. I was like 50 jumped up. It's eight points. Um, it wouldn't surprise me if it jumped to six though, because Jalen Hurts was just spotted throwing at practice on Thursday afternoon for the Eagles. I, I have no clue if he's going to play. Wouldn't be surprised if this game comes off the board fairly soon. Could be off the board right now, which is why it's not up on the screen. I have no idea, but. Just worth noting, Pete, when you think about this game, Jalen Hurts still possible to play, but the Eagles have been really fishy about this injury.
2: Yeah, I, I would take the Eagles here, and uh, Saints. Saints are playing well on defense. They played well last week on defense, and but consecutive road games, uh, they still have an outside shot to the playoffs, too. By the way, six
0: and a half. But, by the way, mm.
2: yeah, mm. I would. I don't love this game, but that's why I didn't put it in anything. But I, I, have the Eagles minus six and a half
1: look ahead was five and a half line jumped to seven for some reason. Um, even though saints won and the Eagles really battled some turnover problems with Minshew, even though he had a relatively good day. Um, it was an awful day for the Philly defense that delete versus the pass and struggle versus the run. They had the vice versa, um, uh, trouble there because uh, they cannot stop the pass at all in that game. New Orleans offense, sixth and pass yards per play. So, so they are actually pretty solid in the pass game, but that needs Chris Olave to play because Jalen, uh, Jarvis Landry is on the IR. Um, so if Olave's not in this offense, I don't really love the pass offense as much. Um, but if Hertz is out and Olave does play six and a half is too much for me. Saints likely the right side, but it's not a play you can lock in right now,
0: man. I need Chris Olave not to play in this game. I've got Garrett Wilson to lead the uh, all rookies in receiving yards. He jumped him. He jumped him two weeks ago. And then he, of course he got a free week last week, but didn't really produce. It's a lot Zach Wilson. So I do what's right by Olave. Let's sit him. Don't play him in this game. Um, I don't think you take think He's the best bet right now. Not knowing the deal with Hertz. If Hertz is in, what do you gritted about, Pete? Uh, if Hertz is yeah. in, what?
2: Tell him Chris Olave to
0: sit out. Do what's best for you and your family, Chris Olave. <laughs> he's
2: just,
1: he's, he's <laughs> mimicking you, Pete. You know, you got to take your health into account. You're saying that with Tua. Like, Olave's got to take his health into account.
0: You need yeah. to pull yourself out of this game, Chris Olave, for me and my family. Um, <laughs> <There you go. laughs> do what's right for my family, Olave. Yeah, I don't think you take anything in this game. Finally, San Francisco 49ers at the Raiders future Carolina Panthers quarterback Derek Carr brother of David Carr former Panthers quarterback aka Mr. Mittens bench for the rest of the season basically so they can save $40 million and pursue Tom Brady in the offseason hard to imagine the Raiders trying particularly hard in this game knowing what the team is doing with their quarterback Pete you
2: say Carolina Panthers yeah sure why not They have a sign outside their facility that says no crying quarterbacks <laughs> oh! <laughs> Remember? Oh, he cried. He showed all the emotion. Look at how, what a run they're on right now. You're going to get blocked by the whole
0: family, just like me. I don't don't care.
2: Uh, I mean, look, the bottom line is he's an average quarterback making a boatload of money, and that's a problem. And so I get what the Raiders are doing. Uh, I don't, you know, you you don't want to risk that money if you're getting rid of them. I understand that you're out of the playoffs, so why play them? But it's not going to sit where it hasn't sat well in that locker room. You can tell that. They they almost think they're throwing in the towel. So everybody else is going to throw in the towel. I'll take the Niners minus the 10.
1: Yeah, 10 too much for me. I, I, when I thought Carr was playing, I kind of liked it at 6, 6.5. Because San Francisco's had no trouble covering with Purdy. Um, but I don't know what to expect with Stidham here. I mean, he he does have a little history with McGames coming over from New England there. So uh, maybe he can operate this offense a little bit better. But elite San Francisco run defense takes away the Vegas strength. We know they want to run the ball. Um, but San Fran's also allowed over 275 pass yards just once all year to Kansas City. And their offense had six yards per play, even without McClouds. Big touchdown last week. Um, and that's against a solid Washington defense. So San Francisco's just playing too well to get in front of that train. Laying 10 on the road is tough for me, though. I couldn't do it with San Francisco. I would have to lean Vegas, but I'm not not going to play them. Yeah,
0: hey, you can't you can't play Stedham in the spot. I mean, look, the reason why they're not playing they benched Derek Carr here is they know Nick Bosa is going to get like three or four sacks as he try to lock down defensive player of the year. And if one of those sacks ends up with Derek Carr falling on his collarbone and breaking it, they're stuck with him in forty million dollars. I mean, that's like the bottom line. That's that's what he's going doing. to be
2: the defensive player of the year, anyways.
0: Yeah, he probably will, but he can lock it up this week with a big game
2: against. The- what is what's his sack number right now? It's uh eighteen. Is it eighteen? Could he- is it, Isn't not it? Um, I, I got. I think
0: it's. I think it's eighteen. I can tell you in one second.
2: But here's the thing, whatever it is.
1: 17 and, a half. 17 and
0: a half. It
2: should be 18 and a half because Carson Wentz came into that game and he had him on the ground and he flicked it to the running back. It should have uh, yeah. been 18 and a half. I mean, the guy's having a phenomenal season. He yeah. he He's the engine. I know everybody loves talking about Warner and, and how great those guys are. Bosa, but, Bosa
0: uh, makes that defense go. Bosa makes it go. Yep. Period. Um, okay, do we happen to have, Billy, a list of our running best bets available in visual form since yes, Billy Pete's best bets. Cause I can't, I can't, I can't access the rundown right now. Cause I can't remember my old password. Uh, typical me. Pete has a teaser with the Texans plus 10 and a half. The chargers minus a half has the Panthers plus three, the jets plus one and a half a teaser with the Steelers plus eight and the Giants it's minus the- one.
2: I think it's minus one minus eight. one and a
0: half. Yeah. On the jets, yeah. excuse, me, excuse me, jets minus yeah. one and a half. Yep. Uh, teaser with the Steelers plus eight and the uh, eight and a half, and the Giants is a pick'em. Packers minus three and a half. Bills minus one. RJ has the Cardinals plus three and a half. Miami plus three. Tampa Bay minus three. Baltimore minus two and a half. And a teaser with Cleveland plus eight and Seattle plus seven and a half. I have as my best bets the Cardinals. Excuse me. Yeah, I have the Cardinals plus a uh, Cardinals minus th- plus three and a half. Pardon. Cardinals plus three and a half. I have the Seahawks plus one and a half. I have the Packers minus three and a half. And the Steelers plus two and a half. The Bengals plus one. And the Bears Lions over 52. No look aheads. So we will call it a day. It's now turned, this sunroom is turned into a sauna room. And I want to get out of it as fast as possible and go diving to a frozen lake great show week 17 only one week of best bets left and then we get to do playoff contest can't wait season's almost over refresh renewed for pete Prisco, for rj white i'm brinson see you guys later thanks for watching thanks for listening